Osday Light Magazine, coming to you from Adventist World Radio Ghana, the voice of hope. Today's Daylight Magazine has segment designed with you in mind. Stay tuned and be blessed. Children keep in the middle of the road. Children keep in the middle of the road. Don't you look to the right. Don't you look to the left. Just keep in the middle of the road. In the middle of the road. Children keep in the middle of the road. Children keep in the middle of the road. Don't you look to the right. Don't you look to the left. Just keep in the middle of the road. In I hear those angels calling the Lord. Keep in the middle of the road. Keep in the middle of the road. there in a great big crowd. Keep in the middle of the road. I can see them standing round the big white gate. We must travel along before it gets too late. Cause it ain't no use for to sit down and wait. never meant to be traveled backwards. That is why you must move on. Learn from your past mistakes and carefully apply its lessons. But let no one define you by your past. Critics and those with unresolved issues may try to whitewash their own dark history by dwelling on yours. Don't give them the brush. Remember, every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. Thus, When folks dig up your past, reconstruct it and try to resettle you there. Tell them you've moved on and have no desire of ever living there anymore. 
Second Corinthians chapter 5 verse 17 reads, If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Friend, your new dwelling place is in Christ. So, move on and stop dwelling on the past. Written by Samuel Cranting Pippin, I am Bill Dollabill. Dear listener, you are welcome to the program Healthy You. This is the third part of the discussion, cervical cancer. Today we are glad to come your way once again to come and do discussions on a topic that we know you are very much interested in, that is cervical cancer. And to do this discussion, we have Dr. Dorothea Adolfo-Kisi, who is a medical officer, and then Dr. Kojofrin Pong, a medical doctor as well. Ladies and gentlemen, you are welcome. Thank you very much. Dr. Frempong. So, for example, that is what God has given to each individual, that as we sit, as we eat, as we move around, we have a lot of medical conditions like infections and other things that get on us. But the body has the ability to, to fight. take care of it. Okay. But when it goes down, that is why sometimes in our local language, when somebody gets fever or malaria, whatever it is, and you see these rashes around the lips, mm-hmm. the blisters, because in your home, it's when your soul is, uh, what did they call it? Even tree? Oh. Something like that. That's what we call in your home. It means your immune system has gone down. down. If your immune system is okay, you won't get those blisters, which is caused by happy uh, simplest virus. Mm-hmm. And if your immune system is okay, you are not going to get it. Yeah. But anytime you get it, you can even look at it from that point of view that you become so weak for about a week or three, four days. Mm. Okay. Um, our dear listener, in case you have a question to ask, you can text or WhatsApp us on the number 0266 331907. 0266 331907. Why? You, you missed it. Okay, let me repeat. 0266 331907. Send us your questions and um, our doctors here will answer. Yeah, Dr. Dorothea, you wanted to say something. Some studies have shown that exposure to diethylstilbesterol can also cause exposure to diethylstilbesterol. It's called a, DS, DS. Yes, oh, okay. it's a steroid. Okay. I thought you were mentioning someone's name. No, please, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yes. Exposure uh-huh. to this uh, 
in the uterus can cause that. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, uh, if somebody is carrying uh, fetus, a baby, uh, mm-hmm. fetus, yeah, and uh, has been taking these drugs, okay, you are uh, predisposing the child to uh, cervical CA okay. in the future. Okay. Yes. And this drug is normally given to treat other ailments. I Actually, suppose. it's a pill. It's okay. It's a kind of uh, contraceptive. Oh, okay, okay. So it means that um, taking con- contraceptives too also would. It's possible that you could be at risk. Yes, please. That yes, thing that is in that, if it is not as part of the component, then mm. it's okay. But if it is part of that component, then you stand at a higher risk. And this is DS what? DES. DES. That is short. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's good to know. So please, in case you are thinking of family planning, whatever you are given, um, we are not discouraging you from doing family planning, but watch out for the components of whatever pill you are being given. D-E-S. We are learning that it's also uh, possible to... To chip in, Mm -hmm. it's better to see your gynecologist. Instead of you going to the pharmacy shop and buy it yourself because somebody said it's good for me so I think it's also going to be good for me. No, that is not a good advice. See your gynecologist or go to your have a primary physician, he or she will advise you what okay, to do. Okay. Okay. So, um, the symptoms, Doc? Like I said, mm-hmm. initially, it's called asymptomatic, means no symptoms. Okay. Because when you contract this virus, HPV. it takes 8 to 10 years before it develops into a cancer. Okay. Why? Because within the epithelial layer, the virus can stay there. Please, what is epithelial layer? That is the outer tissue mm-hmm. within. You see, we have the uterus. The uterus has muscles okay. as well, too. And there is a barrier. We call it the basement membrane. Okay. When you cross the basement membrane, you go to a place called a stroma. That's where we have the lymphatic tissue. We have the blood vessels and lymph nodes. When it gets there, that mm-hmm. is the time that it can spread okay. to other neighboring tissues. So God being so good, when you get this virus, initially you don't have any symptoms, but it takes about eight to ten years wow. before they can cross into what the stroma. That is where we say that it has gone far or in advanced stage before it ends. But at this stage, mm-hmm. we are safe. They are the asymptomatic exactly. Level. That okay. is why it is always very good to go and see your gynecologist. Okay. And there are other tests and other uh, examinations that you are going to do to help you. Yeah, we'll get but to we'll, that point. Okay, thank mm-hmm. you very much. And then you go to the next stage, which is the early invasive stage. Mm-hmm. At that point, these are some of the symptoms. Okay. There's what we call post pain. Mm-hmm. After sexual intercourse, you experience pains, which, of course, wasn't there originally. Okay. You also have what we call post bleeding. means... Bleeding after sexual intercourse. Mm-hmm. And then persistent vaginal discharge. Sometimes we take it to be like yeast infection or any other uh, vaginal infection. And we will treat it. We go to the pharmacy shop or we will talk to our doctor and then we are prescribed with, uh, what do you call it, uh, antifungi mm-hmm. or anti-candida uh, medication. And then we take it. It goes, it comes back. Sometimes it doesn't go at all. And then you also have what you call abnormal vaginal bleeding. So when you experience some of these things, don't sit. Make sure you see your doctor for advice. Mm -hmm. 
Dr. Dorothea, you have something to add? No, please. Okay. So uh, we've talked about the symptoms. What are the various stages of the disease after contracting the virus before you actually... There is even the third or later or advanced stage whereby now you begin to experience pelvic pain, pain within your pelvic region. And then this is a very serious thing when you see that there is feces coming out of your vagina. What we call a vagina leakage of feces or fistula. There is a connection between. Remember, the vagina is between the rectum and then the bladder. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you might also, ladies will also experience that there is also urine coming from the vagina. Mm-hmm. And that is also, that means you are already in the advanced stages. And of course, weight loss, anemia. That is already, uh, why will someone have to stay until that stage? Mm-hmm. At least what we have said about the early symptoms. That one is quite good enough for you to see uh, a physician for uh, advice. Hmm. So this is the the final stage? That is the final stage when you see these things happening like that. Okay. Yeah. So if I got you right, the the early stage is the asymptomatic stage where you have the virus but you don't have any... Uh, okay. A, any, I think the doctor wants uh, to say something. Yes. Yeah. Uh, I think the early stages, mm-hmm. you may not have the symptoms, okay. but let's not name it as asymptomatic stage. Okay. Mm, because if you if you say that if somebody has symptoms and she's supposed to report, she might think that it's very early. <laughs> yes. Okay. So you you can call it as the early stage. Okay. But uh, the staging uh, has been done in such a way that uh, this obstetrician gynecologist, the gynecologist and obstetricians association, or the the figo. International Federation of Gynecologists and Obstetricians. They have a, a standard um, uh, staging. Mm-hmm. And the staging is based on uh, the doctor's physical examination findings and the result of the cytology test, the biopsy. So we have our stage one, stage one, we have A and B, stage two, stage three, stage four. Mm-hmm. Stage four, we also have A and B. Thank you so much, Dr. Dorothea and Dr. Kojofrim Pong. Thank you so much for coming. You have been listening to a discussion on the topic cervical cancer. A continuation will be brought to you later. You can contact us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight or zero two four four two three five zero one seven or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana PO Box AF five nine five Adenta Greater Accra Region Ghana. We will expect your feedback.
watching for you. You are welcome back to the Moment of Truth Bible Study Program. I'm your humble servant, Kumsin Joseph, and today we continue with phase two of how we got our Bible. Last time when we met, we considered how we got our Bible, phase one, that before sin entered the world, there was direct face-to-face communication between God and man. Sin entered the world and this communion with God was broken. God chose prophets, God chose Israel, and prophets once more, the scribes and many more people to have his will communicated to mankind. Today, that was the Old Testament. Today, we consider the New Testament. How we got the New Testament. You see, it will interest you to know that the Bible, as we see, it also made up of letters that were written to respond to issues facing the believers, especially in the first century. Jesus referred to the Bible in his time as the law of Moses and in the and prophets and Psalms. So when you read Luke chapter 24, verse 44, it says, These are the words which I speak unto you while I was yet with you, that all things must be fulfilled, which were written in the law of Moses and in the prophets and in the Psalms concerning me. What form did the earliest writings of the New Testament take? In 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 27, it reads, I charge you by the Lord that this epistle be read unto all the holy brethren. You see, as time passed by, as I told you, some of the Bible, especially the New Testament that we have, were the letters written to respond to some theological and spiritual and social and other issues face the early believers. What portions of the New Testament were next written? In the Bible, you see, in Luke chapter 1 verses 1 to 4, let's read and see. Luke chapter 1 verses 1 to 4, For as much as many have taken in hand to set forth in order a declaration of those things which are most surely believed among us. It seemed good to me also, having had perfect understanding of all things from the very first to write unto thee in order most excellent Theophilus, that thou mightest know the certainty of those things which thou hast been instructed. One author, his name is W. L. Emerson, said some 35 years had passed since Jesus was taken away and persecution was disseminating the ranks of the disciples. Soon there would be no one who had been with Jesus to tell the story of his life and teachings. So several were led to prepare authoritative accounts and the Gospels came into being. The alias was written by Mark. Matthew wrote his Gospel soon after, followed by Luke. John's Gospel came much later and was perhaps the last of the New Testament books to be written. In essence, in order to keep account of Jesus, Jesus' life and ministry, and what he came to do for us, people were sensitized to put down all these things that you and I in this generation will certainly have access to these wonderful Gospels. So as you see the Gospels, 
this background is the basis upon which these books were written. In addition to his gospel, what for the record was Luke inspired to set down in writing? The Acts of the Apostles. You see, the Acts of the Apostles is a book that recounts the activities of the Apostles when Jesus ascended to heaven. That our brother Luke also put up, wrote this uh, book so as for us to have this great commission fulfilled. In Acts chapter 1 verse 1, With what powerful prophetic communication was the New Testament completed? The revelation of Jesus Christ, in Revelation chapter 1 verse 1, it reads, The revelation of Jesus Christ, which God gave unto him, to show unto his servant things which must shortly come to pass. And he sent and signified it by his angel unto his servants. It is worthy of note that somewhere in the first century, all the books of our present New Testament had been written. That this was in the providence of God, in his own improvidence, it is clearly evident for not one of the apostles, save John the Revelator, he alone lived to see the beginning of the second century. So in essence, by the close of the first century, all the books, 69 books that we know, were compiled, were completed. Therefore, we know, as we conclude how we got our Bible, I would like to quickly summarize it for our understanding. That one, God spoke through the prophets. When sin entered the world, he worked through the Israel. And through in the New Testament, the books we have were sold through epistles that were letters that were written to solve issues in the church. And God, through his infinite wisdom, wrote through Dr. Mark. And he also wrote the Acts of the Apostles. And finally, John the Revelator, as we know, had wrote this revelation that ends the book of the Bible. And now, it is said that it, how did God intend that the Bible should be used? One, it was to be read publicly in the assemblies of people. Therefore, as we go to church, we need to read the Bible in church. It was also to be endlessly stated by the individuals, you and I need to study the Bible that we are not deceived. And finally, we are to study the Bible to show ourselves approved, to give reasons for the faith that we have. May the Lord bless you and make his face to shine upon you as you continue to spend quality time with us as we study the word of God. Once again, this is your servant, Kumsin Joseph. And stay tuned. May the Lord bless you. Amen. Thank you very much for staying with us once again you can reach us on plus two three three two four four six seven three five two eight 
or 0244-235-017 or email us at radio at vvu.edu.gh or through the postal address Adventist World Radio Ghana, P.O. Box A5595, Adenta, Greater Accra Region, Ghana. We will expect your feedback. I believe today's magazine has been a blessing. May the good Lord's hand be in your life. Amen. Remember to tune in same time tomorrow. Bye for now.